Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. We're here to continue our series of That One Play, and we've got an interesting choice, to say the least, tonight, and one I didn't entirely remember as being from this game, um, but an unsportsmanlike conduct call that occurred against the Patriots in 2012, Week 3. I think a lot of people may remember one that happened in the 2014 playoffs. We'll get to that, but the, the 2012, Week 3, was important to our guest tonight, who's Nick Ringrose. Nick, how are you doing? Good, Ken. How are you? Uh, wonderful. Uh, always, always happy to meet new people and talk about this. Your first time on the show. Uh, really appreciate you coming on. And and this was also your first primetime game that you attended. Correct. Yeah, it was an awesome night to be down at the stadium. Uh, to lead us through kind of the, the 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 lead up to this game a little bit, and uh, I'll uh, I'll interject if there's anything I think uh, I think needs to be added. Yeah, of course. So, you know, week three, 2012, uh, Ravens, Patriots at home here at M&T. Uh, I remember it was a huge, huge crowd, pretty much a uh, full stadium. Remember a ton of penalties during this game. I think Ravens had like 10, 14 of them, uh, Patriots up there as well. I just thought it was really cool. Uh, you know, obviously it was a AFC championship uh, rematch game from the year prior. Um this also was the huge Tory Smith game where he played just hours after uh, his younger brother had tragically passed away in that motorcycle accident earlier. Yeah, and Tory himself, of course, had a had a really big game. Uh, the Ravens allowed a bunch of first downs in the game. I remember that very uh, much an uphill struggle for the Ravens at the end of this game, trailing by nine with about seven minutes to go. Uh, but but some of that's before this penalty was called. So do you want to kind of walk us through what, where the game script was at that time? Yeah. Closing in at the end of the fourth quarter here, um, you know, we had just scored, got it up to 28 to 30 trailing, um, needed to get a stop on defense. The play prior Ladarius Webb um, grabbed that interception, which was called back on the illegal contact. Um, and then immediately on the next play, um, after the Patriots had a three-yard run, you got John Harbaugh getting called for his unsportsmanlike conduct coming out onto the field. Uh, apparently, he was trying to get the attention of the referees to call a timeout, um, and that's when they had called the uh, the unsportsmanlike one. Okay, so that got the crowd going. Certainly, a chant I remember very well, but it was extremely well synced up. Yeah, I this is my first primetime game. Like we said, uh, my season tickets are on um, 50 yard line upper deck and the crowd was so synced and uh, everyone is stomping with the chant. Um, and it felt like the upper deck was going to break off in the stadium. 
slide down onto the field. It was moving around so much. Yeah, and and uh, they they were doing a BS, BS chant, and it was very much audible on the TV broadcast. Uh, you know, when I, so I'm doing my analysis, certainly I, I listened to that a number of times, and Al Michaels even mentioned it. He said that this is about the best manure chant you you've ever heard. Right. I remember immediately wanting to come home and watch the broadcast to see could you hear it. And of course, as soon as you get home, everyone's like. Oh my God, I can't believe you were there. That was so crazy watching that on TV. And it was 10 times more crazy down at the stadium. Uh, it, it was, it was very, it's certainly a very loud game and a, a critical point in the game because it happened, I think two twenty-three to go or something. Yeah. two twenty-three to go. This penalty comes up and you really think the Ravens are just about done. They had, they did have all three timeouts left. I guess they didn't have to call one after the penalty was walked off, but the, the penalty was enforced at the 40, which meant it, the ball moved across midfield on that. It wasn't looking good with Baltimore, uh, you know, trailing by two at that point. A field goal would have been you know, terrifically bad news. But then Ridley ran for one. Uh, Ellerby and Nada sacked Brady together. And then he threw an incomplete that was deflected by our good friend Bernard Pollard on a hit by Kruger to, uh, to get the ball back by punt. Yeah, and then it was just um, it was just an incredible close to that game. Um, Flacco coming out, swinging it down the field to Jacoby, um, you know, leading up all the way down the field so they could get that pass interference on McCourty to set up that uh, Justin Tucker winner. There you go. And the, the, get back to the let's come back to the Justin Tucker winner in a second because I want to talk about the unsportsmanlike call itself, a, an unusual one. First of all, always unusual to have it called on the bench. It just it does not happen happen often. But this this one actually confused me in terms of your original request because I thought you were talking about the one from the playoffs, and that one had a different reason. It was Belichick exploiting the way the rules were written. Effectively, I think we'd have to say, but by not having to to basically announce whether a play was a player was in as an eligible receiver. And I believe the Ravens' argument at the time was, we have to know if he's eligible. And if he is eligible, we can change our personnel. Because a change of, of player to an eligible status is a change of personnel. And that, I believe, was, was encrypted into the rules or encoded into the rules uh, uh, the following year. Uh, but it certainly was something that, at the time, Belichick was, was, and Harbaugh were as upset as two coaches can be across the sidelines at each other, gesturing at each other and, and uh, uh, you know, basically tell, telling each other they're full of crap in, in each case. And uh, after the game, Tom Brady had a very uh, snide comment about it. I guess he needs to read the rule book kind of thing for John Harbaugh. And so it, it's just, it, it, it definitely made the, uh, the rivalry that much more. And of course, he said that the week before the deflate gate scandal occurred. Uh, against the Colts, so uh, so that unsportsmanlike call, Harbaugh said at the time they'd gotten out of the ten yard or something line or something, and and the penalty was only going to be a few additional yards. And so he said, "No, we chose to take that penalty, and you know to chew out the referees for the officials for for what we thought was the incorrect ruling." And I don't think it got to change, but the, I, I'm forgetting who the uh, the player was because he has a very long, very long name. But you know who I'm talking about, like. Uh, might begin H O O, but the 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 tight end slash eligible. Sorry. 
save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, offensive lineman uh, who, who was ineligible on some plays and eligible on others is the guy who right. uh, uh, was at the heart of that controversy. Yeah, this one from 2012 um, is really interesting. I don't know if you recall. This is the year of the, the quote, replacement refs when the um, the original ones were on strike. Um, I don't know if he if he was trying to intimidate him like the broadcast. Um, Chris Collinsworth, I believe it was, ensued. He was trying to intimidate the refs, saying fellas cracking down on this thing um, for this game, game here now. Um, I don't know. I, I think he was trying to call timeout and maybe there was just confusion with the ref of, you know, who needs to be over here by the bench to communicate with the head coach. Mm -hmm. So I just thought it was interesting ensuing that manure chant. Um, it was just super awesome experience, you know, first primetime game. And that just completely captivated me. I was a Ravens fan before you know, born and raised here in Baltimore. So it was in, in the DNA, but after being there and experiencing that, I was all in, just started to consume my life after that. Uh, the Ravens certainly have extraordinary success playing at home in prime time in the Harbaugh era. They've, they've only lost a couple of games, but uh, you know, it is, it's funny as a, as an analyst, I hate night football and I make no moments about it because you, you, whoever's, if you want to be just a fan of the game, not, that's a bad, boring way to put it. If you're a fan of the game, you don't have the commitment of many hours after of analysis. You're not committed to it. Uh, but you know, I, I have to write my piece. So I have to do podcasts the next day. And it's, it's a much tighter schedule to work with to have night football, uh, which just kind of sucks for me. But, but otherwise, you know, I love the excitement of night football, same as anybody else. And uh, uh, just don't just don't like the weather as much, and I don't like the uh, uh, the uh, uh, difficulty in terms of putting the pieces together. But it is it's a the bank is rocking for a Monday night game or a Sunday night game. I think this one this one was a Sunday night, right? Sunday night, right? All right, that's yeah. I, I just wanted to say, you know, in, in terms of what happened, the remainder of the game, the Ravens finally did get the ball back and then drove down the field, got the winner. And then the winner itself was controversy as well, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. I remember seeing the kick, and you know, of course, everyone in MT was this is good to go. We won the game right here. Um, and it's crazy that that's how we ended up winning this game because in the championship game, that was the Billy Cundiff whiff um there. So awesome in Tucker's rookie year that he was able to steal this game in this type of fashion. Um, I believe it went over right over top of the right upright. I remember, um, I believe it was uh, Will Fort was in the end zone, just giving that referee hell. And, um, you know, like you had mentioned, Bilicek, uh was nearly irate uh, as the referees were exiting the field. I remember he grabbed one of them um, and it became a yes. big thing. With I believe he got fined for that uh, at least a couple thousand dollars. 
Yeah, well, good thing too. And I, it's, it's not going to put a dent in his pockets, obviously, but it's a good thing that he right. get, that he got reprimanded at least by the league for doing that. Um, it, it's it was stranger than fiction in a lot of ways because obviously, you know, the, the the coach that's angry at the end is is the coach that's angry. By the way, if you don't know this about television, that's the first pl- person that the cameras look for after anything bad happens to their team, they want to immediately know what is the coach? How's the coach feeling about this thing? And so they, they try and look like as stoic as if someone had just had a guilty sentence tossed on them. You know, they basically make no reaction if, if they possibly can. But in this case, Belichick was just beside himself over this. And in Tucker's case, he's 96 for 96 inside 30 yards in his career. This is a 27 yard field goal. There is uh there had never been another kick where he came as close to missing it uh, during his entire career to date from that, from, from under 30 yards anyway. So it, incredible to me that, uh, uh, that that kick, you know, to win an iconic game like that early in that, that, that 2012 season was, uh, uh, was the one where he came the closest. Yeah, it was a magnificent ending there. I Rewatching it again to refresh myself here recently, uh, it, it you really probably could have called that kick either way. I guess it just depended on uh, you know who that line judge was standing underneath that uh, that right upright that night. Just felt was feeling lucky for the Ravens. I guess he, he had the best view, and the the um, the I believe the ruling is the entire ball has to be inside the outside of the upright. And one of the comment one of the comments from one of the uh, official sidekick people of the booth guys, I believe, or perhaps it was the head of NFL officiating the next day. I'm not sure which it was, but the, the comment that I heard was really, there's no one who can tell you if that was good, except for the guy who's directly under the upright. That's he's the only one who's got the good view to, to tell you, did that ball really, you know, meet the criteria for being inside the upright. Right. For sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm glad it was good. I think we all probably were here. Would have, would have been uh, quite the disaster if it hadn't been good. Well, Nick, g- great having you on to discuss that game. And it's, it's, uh, it's cool that that's your first uh, game, night game memory. And, uh, and it, you'll always, you know, we'll have that to tell your kids and, and whoever else. But uh, tell folks where they can talk football with you online. Yeah, uh, on Twitter, I'm at BeMoreFlocked52. Um, not super active, but definitely getting more and more into it, following a lot more of uh, Ravens fans and uh, analysts on there. All right, outstanding. Well, thanks for coming on, Nick. And other folks out there, if you'd like to do a That One Play episode, just hit me up with a DM on Twitter. They're always open. I'll get back to you very quickly. Had lots of great ideas for this, but there seem to be a lot of weird ideas. Be happy with those, but there's a lot of great plays in Ravens history that have not yet been taken. Love to hear from you. Shannon Sharp's 96 yard catch, not yet taken in the, in, in, in 2000, uh, 2008, the Suggs game ceiling pick six on the screen pass against Cleveland, just to give you two ideas. Neither of those uh, plays are taken. Uh, so I, if, if you're interested, Just DM me and I'll get right back to you. Nick, thanks again for coming on. Thanks for having me, Ken. And we'll talk to you next time on Film Study.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.